Now back with me and get this for a 30th time is our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry. Tom is one of the top instructors in the game, and you all know that. In normal times, you could visit him and improve your game at Esplanade Golf and Country Club down in Naples, Florida. Instead, now the best way to get TP to help you with your golf game is by downloading the V1 video app and sending him videos of your golf swing through there. Or send him a question on his website at tompatry.com. You can also subscribe to his newsletter while you're on his site as well. Tom is a member of the Titleist Leadership Advisory Board. He was a two-time first-team All-American at Florida Southern, and he won the Division II National Championship in 1981. He was inducted into their Sports Hall of Fame in 2004, and it's always a privilege to have him as part of the show. Hey, TP, how are you, my friend? Chris, this is Mookie Betts. Tom couldn't be with us tonight, so I'm filling in for him. <laughs> hey, dude, you you know you're a superstar and an MVP, just like Mookie. You know, sometimes we want uh, you to, to clean up, and sometimes we want you yeah. at the top of the order. But, you know, like the Red Sox great, you come through. My name is Brett Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd go Jacoby Ellsbury. Give me that one. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> How are you? Are you doing okay? I'm good. How about you, TP? You know, I, I'm I'm really happy right now that Denise and I live in a, a one-story home because if it was a two-story home, I might be jumping off the roof soon. But uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Things not getting any better, Dad. I mean, you know, we've talked about this the last few times you've been a part of the show, and my heart goes out to you and all the PGA and LPGA, you know, professionals out there that are that are struggling through these times. It's, uh, it's brutal. Like I said before, you guys are like small businesses and you guys are getting hit hard right now with the, you know, tees being closed down and practice tees being closed down and all that sort of stuff. I'm hoping that some of this video stuff is starting to open up some things a little bit more. Are you starting to see more activity on the V1 app? Yeah, Christian, but in, in, the, in the big, you know, in the big picture, listen, we're fine. I mean, we're doing just fine. We're, you know, we'll get through this. Everybody will get through. We'll, we're pretty resilient people, but, uh, you know, my, my heart goes out to, you know, New Jersey, New York, Philly, Chicago, uh, Miami, and, and even West Palm Beach right now, you know, people out in California, Washington state. I mean, in the grand, in the, Spain and Italy, in the grand scheme of things, I'm just fine. I mean, the, the amount of suffering going on. As I told you last time, we we still have a friend who's on a vent still in New York, and uh, she is not doing well. So my heart is with her right now, and they're, they're dear. This couple is a dear friends of mine for thirty years. So, in the grand scheme of things, we're just fine. We really are. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to put it in perspective, my friend. Yeah. All right. So let's let's talk about some happier things. Well, sort of happier things. I'm I'm going to get you riled up early tonight, and 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 I want to get. Your thoughts on the programming we're not seeing on the Golf Channel, like, uh, you know, hey, you know, the great programming today, the second round of the Western Intercollegiate Golf Tournament, you know, college <laughs> event, the second round from that was on. And I tell you, I was riveted to that. Hey, give me a little help, TP. What, what's going on at the Golf Channel? You know, I think that's the $100,000 question, Chris, not the million-dollar question. I've uh, I've gotten this feedback from a number of PGA professionals that I've talked to, uh, you know, we're doing so much Skyping and, and video chatting right now. Um, you know, I was sitting at my desk yesterday and I was enthralled with three back-to-back episodes. I think it was of, of the big, big break. I mean, come on, really guys, you own some of the greatest content 
of golf events in the last 30, 25 or 30 years, if not longer, uh, and, and you're putting on re- re- reruns of the big break. I mean, what the hell are you thinking about? I mean, the West, the, the West and the Collegiate, I, I watched the, the third round last week of the Valspar from Tampa last year, 17 times, I think. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, this, this, here's a here's a sports medium, a golf-specific medium that has incredible content, not only tournaments, but, but you know, great teachers that have, you know, have, have done things through the years. Yeah. And I don't mean the, do, I, I don't mean the day-to-day shows. I mean, the great people have showed up, whether it's the Butch Homers or the David Ledbears or the Rick Smiths or the Jim studies or, you know, whoever you want to pick that's, you know, that's, you know, comes to mind that that's been on there. And you're replaying the final round of the Western intercollegiate last year. I mean, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but I've got a good friend at the channel who I, who I Skype with today. And I was like, dude, what is going on up there in Orlando? He's like, you know, see, I, I, I really don't know. I, really, I, don't, I don't get it either. So without calling anybody out, I don't, I don't understand what they're doing, what they're thinking. Because um, they've got so many great tournaments and so much great instruction and content. Man, you got me. You got me. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Hey, listen, if we're going to give them a coronavirus grade, I'm giving them an F minus. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, there are a couple of things that come immediately to mind, and and uh, you and I were talking a little bit before the show. But if if you're going to do nothing else, put on stuff that Arnold Palmer did. Get Mr. Palmer on there. I mean, I know they've got his his uh, his life story, and they and they've replayed that a couple of times in the last couple of weeks with the Masters coming up and that sort of thing. But I would think you would be able to put a bunch of stuff about Mr. Palmer's career. And then you hit the nail, the other nail on the head, and that is, you know, I, I know you and several of our, our good friends, you know, Rob Strano and, and Brian Jacobs and, and Cindy Miller and Alan Miller. You guys have done a lot of great content for the Golf Channel Academy stuff that I would think you could fill the airways with that stuff. I mean, at least give me something I can be doing at home that I would at least want to watch. I mean. I mean, I'll, I'll do respect to the kids that, that were a part of the Western intercollegiate round, second round and their parents and families. <laughs> and I get that, you know, those folks are, are interested and want to see that again. But well, six, for the rest of us, come on, man. Yeah, the only, the only problem with replaying my stuff is I had hair when we did it, so nobody would recognize it. So <laughs> that was... <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> All right, so let, let's move on a little bit. And, and um, Tom, I know we're all going a little stir-crazy here, and we're all hoping you know, for the, the country to reopen when it is practical to do so. And again, I don't want to advocate that we should be rushing out of our homes because right now is not the time, and we've got to wait until you know, a lot of this stuff gets cleared out and, and it's safe for all of us to do so. Um, but I, I, I want to get your thoughts. When do you think the right time for not only the, the most of us just to go play around a golf at our local golf courses and here in Georgia, many of those are closed down, but you know, between ourselves and the PGA tour, when, when do you think it makes sense to get back to it? Well, I mean, unlike, unlike the federal government right now, because I'm, I'm, I'm listening to or trying to listen to the medical community and the science community um, to make my own judgments. 
but for, and I, I am certainly no expert. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not an expert at all, but just by listening and reading and reading and listening and reading and listening more and more in the last week or so, if somebody had to pin me to a wall and make me make a prediction, I don't think that Tom Patry's giving a golf lesson. And I, man, I listen, Chris, I hope I'm wrong about this. I don't think I'm giving a golf lesson face to face with you up close and personal the way I'd like to give a golf lesson uh, until July 1. I'm praying to God it's June 1, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's July 1. And I, again, I hope I, man, I hope I'm wrong about that. Cause I'll, I will jump out of some window somewhere if it's July 1, but um, that's, that's what I think. And that's what I'm preparing myself for. Um, you know, Chris, I'm so hands-on when I teach. You know, I use I use a variety of teaching aids. I, I take video and stand side by side with somebody and watch the video. Uh, I put my hands on the person and move them around physically and try to make them feel and sense certain things. Um, I'm I'm really I, I guess I didn't realize how hands on it was as a teacher until until I had to think about it um, these last couple of weeks. So, you know, from my style of teaching to get my points across the way I really like to live one on one. Uh, it's it's a it's a tough call for me right now. So I, I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm very conservative saying J- July one, but I hope liberally that it's June one. So let's take that a step further. PGA Tour LPGA Tour event. Do you think we go back to so just the way it used to be? Are we playing without fans or patrons, depending on how you like to look at it? And we we're talking about the Masters or not, but. Um, or do you think we're uh, the golf tournaments go on without anybody there? Let, let, let's think about this scenario. Let's say that the medical community is right again. Again, I hope they're not right about this. And this thing calms down a little bit. We get we get something done over the summer, um, whether it's with fans or without fans. But then it circles back in the fall, like they say it will. And in November they play the Masters. And think about this scenario: they play the Masters without fans on the property. And on Sunday, Tiger makes an eagle on 13 to go one ahead of John Rahm. And there's deathly silence on screen. Can, can you even imagine that? No. Can you even imagine that there's no roar, there's no roars on Amen corner that somebody hits a shot two feet from the hole over race Creek on number 11 and there's dead silence. And they, they pan back to the tee and there's nobody on the hill behind the 11th behind the 12th tee at Augusta. I, I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around that at all. So, um, somebody asked me today, if golf comes back, what will it look like? You know, that was their question to me. And I yeah. didn't know how to answer the question. I didn't know how to answer the question. To your point, I cannot imagine a master's event without, you know, the roars on the back nine. I can't imagine a Masters event where, to your point, Tiger makes a, a great shot, holds a big putt, whatever you want to call it, and the fist pump happens to dead silence. I, 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 you know, it's already going to be odd. I got a question for you, Chris. If Tiger makes this 20-foot eagle downhill, side hill, left to right on 13 to go one ahead of another player, is there a fist pump? I would think the pure emotion. Right? Would would at least would. you know you know where you're at in the tournament? You would think that that there you know, would there would be, but you know, you know how about this, Tom? I, I mean, you know the the guys are so accustomed 
right? To when they make yeah. a putt, even if it's for par or whatever, right? They kind of give the, the right hand wave or the left hand wave, you know, to the crowd because the crowd <laughs> claps or, or whatever. And, you know, I can just imagine somebody <laughs> making the putt and sticking the right hand up and go, oh, yeah, there's nobody here. I guess I can put my hand there's down now. Here, right? yeah, exactly. yeah. The, <laughs> the cupboard is bare. I mean, I don't know. I just don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to answer the question. I. I. Uh, I mean, you turn on a NFL football game or an NBA game or you know a Stanley Cup final or, or the Masters, and there's nobody. There's nobody there. Geez, I don't. I don't know how that would look or feel. I. I, I think that would be bizarre at best. You know. So yeah. at that point, I think maybe if the tour is able to. Ramp it back up. I should I shouldn't say the tour. I should say the tours: LPGA Tour, European Tour, PGA Tour, Champions Tour, whatever tour you're talking about. Ramps it back up in June, and they kind of get the all clear sign to some degree. Um, <laughs> social distancing? I don't think so. But uh, let's say they do, and there's crowds over the summer, and then it circles back in the fall, and then they say, "Okay, no crowds." So it's kind of like a yo-yo. When you're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. You're excited. You're not excited. You're you're excited. Then you're kind of perplexed, and you, and you don't know how to really behave. I, I I don't know what this is going to look like, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be strange. It's going to be strange. So let me take a couple of spins on on this situation as well. Let, let me start with you. You mentioned the NFL college football, right? Masters Sunday in early November up against college football on Saturday. The NFL on Sunday. They've never had to compete that way before. What do you think that looks like from a from an audience perspective, even if the patrons are allowed to be there? And suddenly on Saturday, there's a big, you know, Georgia college football game. Sunday, you got, you know, the, the Falcons are, I guess, as close to local as you could be. You got, you know, the, the, the Carolina Panthers a little further north of Augusta. But all of a sudden, it's, it's, a, it's now a race against football. What do you think yeah, that looks like? Yeah. It's funny because that's what that's what they did with the, uh, with the tour championship and the realignment of tournaments to try to get away from that. Right. Race. And now you're back. Now you're back right up against that again. I, I think I think that obviously the, it's really simple. The, the really true golf fan, the really true golf fan who bleeds golf is going to turn is going to turn on the Masters. I mean, I love college football, love it, but I'm going to turn on the Masters. Okay. But now the guy that plays recreational golf. And as a big Georgia, a big Alabama, a big Florida, some kind of big SEC fan, mm, you know, he, he's going to kind of throw the coin up in the air and heads, heads I win, tails I lose, you know, and kind of make a call there. Maybe he's flipping back and forth. Right. Maybe he's got the, maybe he's got the two TVs in the living room on. Um, how about this? I'll go a step further. If you live in Atlanta, Georgia, what if there's a, what if that weekend is a big, Georgia, I'm going to make this up, Georgia-Alabama game being played in Atlanta, okay, and somebody hands you a ticket on the 20, on the 50-yard line for the Georgia-Alabama game, and they hand you a ticket to the third round of the Masters. Mm. Yeah. What are you doing? Tough. Me, I'm, go- I'm going to Augusta because Augusta, Augusta National is my favorite place on the planet. I would choose that over everything. <laughs> But I get and, I get the I comparison am, because I, a lot of people here wouldn't do that, wouldn't make right. that choice. Right, I, and I am I'm with you, Chris. I'm I'm getting in the car with you and going to Augusta, but 
there's going to be a faction of those fans that don't know what to do. You know, right? Um, it's it's we're in a very we're in a, a very bizarre time right now. We're in a bizarre time financially, socially. You know, uh, athletically, we're in a bizarre time, and 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 I think truthfully, and this is gonna this is gonna get us off point a little bit, but that's not the most important thing right now. The most important thing is you know is that person who knows in trouble right now going to live? You know, um, that's right. Are they going to have a normal life? Are they going to have one normal life? Can they breathe again? You know, so, right. Um, I'll, I'll worry about, I'll worry about November 12th when we get there. Um, and, and however we get there, but, um, that's not the first thing on my mind right now, but it is a very bizarre question that, that I don't think any of us have the answer to. And it's going to seem, it's going to seem pretty bizarre turning the, turning the masters on TV if we're not going. In November. Yeah, agreed. And I'm, I'll certainly get into this uh, subject a little bit deeper with my my next guest, John Patrick from the Augusta Golf Show. But but Tom, let, I, I want to get your perspective because here in Atlanta, once we get to Halloween, it gets pretty cold here. I mean, it's not freezing. It's not like New York and the and parts well, of the you know the, the northern parts of the country. I, I, but it's but it's cold. Right. So. This is a th- this would be a very different Masters tournament because it's going to be played in the cold. It's going to be played. I would believe the fairways are going to be harder than the guys are used to. The as will the greens, and the greens are already historic in how fast that, that they are. Um, sun's going to be in a different part of the sky. Grass is going to grow in a little bit different direction. It's going to make Augusta National play a lot differently than the guys are used to. What impact do you think it's going to have on the field, and does it favor somebody versus somebody else? Well, I think first of all, Chris, I think from an agronomy standpoint, Augusta National having the most complex sub-air system in the world and being able to control ground temperature and certainly cutting height, um, they're more equipped to deal with the weather change from an agronomy standpoint than any than any club on the planet. So I don't think that's going to be the issue, but from a pure weather standpoint, and you know how it can be there, and I, I've been in that area in the fall, just like you live there, but it can be it can be pretty nice there, and it can be beautiful in the fall, actually, or it can be absolutely freezing cold and windy. If you get a bad weather with there, no matter how much they can control the ground temperatures with, with sub-air, just the pure wind and cold, uh, how it affects the golf ball in fight, and, 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 and how windy Amen Corner can, can certainly be under normal conditions, but, you know, put it at, you know, 53 degrees and windy and, and kind of maybe spitting a little, you know, a little rain or something like that there, man, it, <laughs> that'll be, that'll be brutal there. Brutal. Um, and, and may the best man win. And it's just, a, it's going to be just a mental fortitude at that time. So you got to look at players who historically we think are really mentally tough. And obviously, one person comes to mind right away. Um, so I certainly think it favors him. Um, but who who can hang in there the longest? It becomes just a battle of of, of the mind for a while because four days of that really good. I mean, I can tell you from from a experience standpoint, playing in tough weather conditions for four straight days, man, it wears you out. It really wears you out. So you say. It, it favors the mentally tough, and we know who you're talking about. But let's 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 talk Tiger and Cole. 
Does it actually play to well, his favor no, or does it play against well, him right. because of the cold? That's a great point. That's a great point. You know, that comes down to how he feels physically going in, how rested he is, how strong he is, you know, what he's done to prepare for that. I, I'm, but listen, if anybody's thinking about that in advance and trying to figure out ways to combat that, you know, it's him, right? Um, so then tell me, let me turn the tables on you, Chris. Give me your second choice, considering somebody that's healthy, that's a good player right now, that you think is mentally, mentally really strong. Well, to me, when, when I start to think about hard conditions, fast conditions, cold, windy, I start thinking about the European players. Guys that are used to playing, you know, and we, we hear this all the time, right? About when you're, when you're playing over on at an open championship, right? You get all four seasons within a round or within a day. So I started to think of those guys, you know, so does it play into Rory McElroy's hands? And we've heard Jack Nicholas talk about how he thinks the conditions will favor Rory, but any of those guys, you know, Tommy Fleetwood, could it, could it be his time? Um, you know, so any of those guys, Molinari, could he get over what happened, you know, last year? And put put together you know some better rounds and get his game back in shape by then. I don't know, but I think the European players have the advantage if those are the playing I got, conditions. But I, I got a name for you, Justin Rose. Yeah, exactly, Justin Rose, come back from uh, the the near miss uh, when Sergio won. So yeah, absolutely, I think the European players uh, certainly would have a step up. No, I, I just think you know, worry. I think Rory's game, and I love Rory's game, by the way, who doesn't like Rory's game, has become almost um, almost too Americanized. You know, he, he hits it high. Um, I don't think he fights the ball down as well as some of the other Europeans. I think Fleetwood does. I like Fleetwood a lot. Um, and if he's healthy, and he's not right now, and he hasn't been for a while, I like Jason Day, um, who has a pretty good record there. Um, but I like Rose a lot. I like Rose a lot. He controls the golf ball and controls his trajectory very well. TP, before I let you go, let our listeners know, for those that want to get uh, one of the best instructors in the game to take a look at their swing, remind them how they can do so in these times. Yeah, I'm having a blast right now um, just with my V1 system. I, you know, I've got a V1 uh, online video academy. Uh, you, all you do is simply download the V1 app from the app store. Um, you just follow the prompts. You select me. Uh, it's an alpha list of instructors. You can select me from the instructor list and um, send, me, send me a video lesson. Right now, I've got a, uh, a special going on uh, because of what's going on. Folks out there who, you know, they're going stir crazy. I want to be able to do this affordably. They can be analyzed for $19.99. Um, and then if they choose to like it from there, I've got package specials that fall off on that type of pricing just while this is all going on. So it's pretty affordable. Uh, it's pretty detailed. Uh, full audio, full video, obviously. There's full graphics. And then I've got 450 drills that I uh, filmed in the TV studio that I can paste right onto your uh, onto your analysis, depending on what's wrong with your game. It needs to be fixed. So I give you a full drill program. It's, it's pretty comprehensive, and it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And Tom, remind them how they can follow you online and on social media as well. Yeah, Chris, all the platforms, obviously, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, I'm on every every single platform, so it's easy to find me. Uh, I welcome questions on all those platforms. I, uh, as you said on my website, which is simply tompatry.com, 
they can send me a question via the website as well and sign up for the newsletter there. So it's pretty easy to get to me. Well, TP, I can't thank you enough for coming back and being part of the show again this week. Always fun having you here. Um, look forward to catching up with you again in a couple of weeks in between now and then, my friend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and all the best to you and the missus. You're the best, pal. I love being on show number 30, and uh, it was enjoyable being the leadoff hitter, and uh, have a great show the rest of the night. Thanks, thanks for having me on. All right, Tom. Take care, my friend. We'll catch up soon. Okay, buddy. That's the great Tom Patry. P-A-T-R-I is uh, how you spell his last name. So at Tom Patry, you can find him, like you said, on all of the uh, social media platforms. TomPatry.com is his website. So uh, check, take a look at that V1 app, folks. I know I'm going to be getting that, uh, getting video of myself and sending it over to Tom, get a little help uh, with my game. But download the V1 app. Choose him as your instructor. $19.99 for your first one. Can't beat that. So. TP is the best, and I can't wait uh, to check uh, check him out again. He'll be uh, back with me in just a couple of weeks. 